0: Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lifting Your Soul podcast with George and Scott. Well, thank you all for joining us again for the next episode of Lifting Your Soul. (laughs) Scotty. Oh, you've been very patient. You have been very patient, ladies and gentlemen, very (laughs) patient. We've been doing family and life and Christmas and New Year and, and work and family and drama and life and Again. family and life and <laughs> working and uh, how are you, Scott? Yeah, good, good, good.
1: While all the while trying to get back to Romans chapter
0: We've been talking about Romans eight. chapter eight for many, many months, haven't we? Oh mate. This is the chapter we've been wanting to get to.
1: The crescendo.
0: This may be two parts. We don't know. That was yet. a long drum roll. That was a long drum roll. <laughs> If you've been holding your breath and you're alive still, well done.
1: (laughs) We're here.
0: We're here. We're here. Oh, mate, so good to uh, be doing this with you again today. Uh, We are looking forward to this tremendously, uh, Romans chapter 8. Now, if you've been listening uh, to you guys, this is just the next episode to us. It's uh, it's a episode we've been talking about for many months. Yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. getting to Romans eight because Romans six, Romans seven is leading us somewhere. Talking about the depravity of man. Talking about how amazing God is. Talking about you know where we've gotten to. Like some of the descriptions, Scott. Uh, uh, actually, let me ask you, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Romans seven. Mm. We did Romans seven. You listened to it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what did you give me? Give me a synopsis. Give me a minute synopsis on that. Um, I th- a minute synopsis. Yeah. Like, um, tell me what was it about. What do you I, think was the main? Message? What I
1: enjoyed about um, our discussion was um, not just not just the start. So, obviously, from the start of Romans chapter seven, it talks about the marriage and how when someone has died, whether it be the husband or the wife, they are free from that law. Yes. Um, and I was I was thinking about you know as as I was listening to to it and and I was thinking about how great that is that that yes. analogy. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, like when you're married to someone and you get the feeling like obviously, you know, someone's passed away and then you're actually free, I was thinking what a great analogy that is for us because when you're free to marry after, you know, obviously someone has passed mm-hmm. or whatever and mm-hmm. you're free to marry. And it's just – I just found it such a great analogy to um, – that Paul has has given us. And I was just listening to it thinking – God, thank you so much. Well, what's the analogy of? Us.
0: We freed us from. Freed us from the law. Excellent.
1: Freed us from the law. So that's, that's what you know. The start of it, of Romans chapter seven. Yes. And then we got into the whole um, uh, the the good that I um, want to do, I can't do, and uh, the good that I don't want to do. This I keep on doing. And the bad I don't want to do, I keep yeah, yeah, doing. a it, what a wretched yes. man I am, and a bit of bit of laughter on that. But really, we were talking a lot about. The fact that if you are, if you do struggle with sin in the sense of um, you hate it, then it is a really good litmus test um, of whether or not you actually have been born again. Yes,
0: that was part of the. Yes, that was where we. That's where it was leading to. It's a good litmus test.
1: Yeah, correct. And 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 I think that one of the things that that really came across was um, you wouldn't have that struggle if the spirit of god was in you yes
0: you know that's the point that that's exactly the point yeah. that this is trying to make where yeah. if, sorry well, if the spirit of god was not in was you was not in you sorry yeah, yes c- um that's the whole point we were saying mm. is is uh, there, there's no there's no arguing when there's been a true conversion you, you know that even though you may have the ability to sin mm. there is a there isn't a desire to do so. And when you do, you know there's a there's a conviction like, oh, yeah, I've done something wrong yeah, here. Definitely, yeah, definitely. There's a thought process behind it. It's not like, ah, well.
1: Yeah, 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 that's right. It's, well, I don't really care about what's just happened. Exactly. It's, it's, I feel like... Uh, Horrible. Yes, something I've I've
0: done something that I shouldn't. Not that I've done something I shouldn't have, but I've acted in a way that I'm not. And and would you agree? It goes beyond conscience. That's what I'm saying to you. Is it's it's who you are. Mm. So it changes who you are. Salvation changes who you are. Mm. Before sin was a, you weren't just sinning. You were a sinner. Mm. Your Mm. position was a position of sin.
1: Yeah, I, I remember at the start of it we were talking about where was it? Oh, where was it? Verse 21 of chapter six. It says what. What fruit? Um, oh no, chap, chapter twenty of verse of oh, sorry, chapter six, verse twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, it just reminded me of that because it says, "For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regards to righteousness." Yes, you know, and we were yes. talking about that. Um, now we're a slave to righteousness. Yes, it's
0: almost like I, I. You were serving. What? 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 I think it's saying there is, as a human, you're going to serve something. Yeah, you were you were serving sin. Mm, now you're, yes, and now you're serving righteousness. Yeah, yeah. That's the difference between yeah. the two. and
1: and and what has um, taken place mm-hmm. is you've got this flesh that desires something that is contrary to the spirit. Yes, and the only way that you know the difference is that wrestle that Agreed. you do have. Agreed. Um, the thing that I like about it, and you know, it's brilliant. Obviously, because it is obviously the Word of God. The Holy Spirit is, is the, um, is the author. But the way Paul puts this argument together, that the, you know that Chapter Seven leads straight into Chapter Eight, which yes. is the crescendo. Yes, and um, this is this is where we the whole gospel the whole that gospel. has been explained. Yes,
0: which is what Romans is about. Mm. He's he's explaining the gospel to the Romans mm. in a way that is beautiful. And easy to understand the human condition. Yeah. And therefore what God has done for us. Yeah. And I think that part of us talking about this throughout chapter one to seven has been um we've in our Western world now, we have sort of negated what it means to be saved mm. because we've negated what it means to be human. Mm. We've negated what righteousness is, or we've we've lessened the degree of righteousness because we've lessened the degree of the wretchedness of man. Yeah, correct. So it's come to the Lord for a better life as opposed to come to the Lord because you're you're a sinner. Mm. You're dead in your sin. You are going to hell full stop. Yep. And you are you are a filthy rag. Yeah. In God's righteous eyes, right? Yeah.
1: And you're in desperate need of rescue. Desperate need of rescue.
0: Mm. Now when you see yourself in the true nature of who you are and then you look out compare it to the brilliant whiteness of God's righteousness, mm. you see the, the polar opposites, the day and night, the chalk and cheese. So you go, oh, my goodness, I need that, mm. as opposed to, yeah, I'll dabble in church and see what it's about, see what I get from it. Yeah, yeah. And then what happens is we have this sizzler church mentality. I come to church to pick what I want. I don't have to clean up and I leave.
1: Explain Sizzler Church. <laughs> if you don't know what who, Sizzler is. so For those of uh, you out there that don't know what Sizzler in is, many it's countries, pretty much I think. an all-you-can-eat restaurant.
0: An all-you-can-eat restaurant. You Buffet, walk in, you pick what you want. whatever you want, yeah. You pay the money, you walk in, they you pick whatever you want from the bar, you eat it, you go back and get some more, you get desserts, you get drinks, unlimited, and then when you finish, you say goodbye and everyone smiles at you says bye. That's right. And, and then if you're leave. not
1: happy, you'll go to the next...
0: Go to what? <laughs> And this is that's the that's the Sizzler that's Church how mentality, church is, uh, treated, yeah, as opposed 100%. to what salvation truly is. Mm. So, let's that being said, and we've mm. done Romans seven. The sorry, last, the I last back to six, then. <laughs> okay, so so let's let's go to we're going to go to Romans eight. This is where this is where the crescendo is.
1: You you ended up on Romans eight.
0: We chapter we were, one. We were uh, going to do chapter one. Chapter. Uh, verse First 1, one yeah. but we did we did we were going to do it but we <laughs> no no you did we read it. it we said it right you did read it okay yeah. we read it okay yeah. um but let's let's go back there because it's talking about in at the end of 7 being a wretched man but living in the spirit what that means who's going to rescue me that's right who's going to rescue me at the yeah. end of, at the end of verse 7 and so let's go from Romans 8 the crescendo of the gospel message and here it is here it is Scott let's go it says in verse 1 of Romans 8 therefore there is therefore now Then it says, he condemns sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the Spirit. Let's just stop there. Yeah, wow. Well, because there's, there's a, lot a lot of stuff there. in Yeah, it. there's a okay? lot there. So let's go. Verse 1. Uh, now no condemnation to those who, do, who who in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the Spirit. Unpack that for me. What does it mean by no <laughs> condemnation? Con-
1: I, I think... Um, one of the th- There's a couple of things that really come out, and, and we'll see that as we read on. Um, one of the things that I noticed with this is that it says there's no f- condemnation, but then it gives you, um, uh, I don't know, the reason why there's no condemnation. Why is there no condemnation for those who are in Christ? Because they're the ones who walk according to the Spirit. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Um, as opposed to those who walk according to the flesh.
0: So this is the point. I'm so glad you brought that up, brother. Yeah, because we hear preachers all the time saying there is no condemnation for those who walk in Christ Jesus. Full stop. No, no. Say the whole sentence. Yes. Say the whole verse. Yeah. Who do not walk according to the flesh? Now, again, let, let me just let me just clarify something. When it says "do not walk according to the flesh," it's talking about a pattern of. You walk in it. It's not you've tripped, you've made a mistake. Let
1: me ask you a question because I, and it's exactly where you're going, but I want to ask the question because I think it will help people that are listening. Um, Is there a difference between a Christian who can oscillate between, you know, obeying the voice of the Spirit and, you know, being in the flesh at times, or is this talking about someone who is saved walking in the spirit, or not saved, walking in the flesh. What do you think? Because here's the point, because sometimes I I remember years ago I used to read this and there was this whole thing of, oh, shivers, I better walk in the spirit. Otherwise, if I make a mistake. Otherwise, if, if I'm found in the flesh. Then there's condemnation
0: There's condemnation, yes You see what I mean? Yes So there's correct. that
1: natural kind of uh, lo- logic Yes That says, oh, if I'm found walking in the flesh Then all of a sudden I'm done I'm done I'm yes, in trouble I'm done, You know, I'm that done. sort of thing Now, in essence, I agree I, with the fact that Hey, let's not walk in the flesh I get the sentiment, yes Or have the mind And we'll, we'll read it Have the mind of the flesh, right? But I think it's really important to, to note this now because this actually gets answered a little later on. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah?
0: Great. So you've made a note. Let's let's put a pin in that. Let's go it. To... All right. And because then it says, "For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death." So it's saying to us, look, "Look what it says." It's referring to the law of the spirit has made me free from the law of sin. Yeah. So so let's let's get something straight here. So even though we're not in the law, the old law yep. of the Old Testament. Yep understand that what Paul is saying is there is still a law of the spirit there is still rules in the spirit there's still there's still a way that we live life but not because we're bound by laws we're free by what Jesus did for us so we we walk according to the spirit what does that mean it means there are still ways you've got to walk agreed right yep so it's not like go do whatever you want
1: yeah yeah that's right so,
0: so let me let me just be clear because I've heard many young Christians talk about, well, I'm free from the law, so I, you know, I, I can do whatever I want, and yeah. I'm 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 saved. And no, whoa, 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 mm. hey, hey, hey. The fact that you say that means you don't know what salvation is. Mm. Mm. Because it means that, oh, I stumbled, I stumbled, I keep stumbling. <laughs> no, no, that's immaturity. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're not saved. And it it's also it's taking
1: God's grace for granted.
0: That's the that's the thing. How yes. can that
1: be if you've actually been um Privy or, you know, you've been revealed to his yes. grace.
0: So I suppose it's... I suppose Romans it's a, chapter 6. Yes. Yeah? I suppose it's another way of saying, and I think that's why we spoke about it, was in chapter 6, it's another way of saying uh, we follow the teachings of Jesus because we love him. We don't follow the teachings of Jesus in order to be saved.
1: 100%. 100%. And, and I think one of the things that I probably picked up on when I was listening to um, our last podcast that we may not have made clear, although we may have mentioned it before, and that is th- the righteousness that um, that we want to walk in. The fruits—we're mm-hmm. we talking about fruits mm-hmm. um, and the fruits of our life. You know, when you come to Christ, um, He has forgiven you, <clears throat> and therefore you you bear fruit of of yes. what has taken place, yes. right? But that righteousness is not our own. Correct. His righteousness yes. has been imputed, imputed to us. To us. Yeah. So what is a uh, natural occurrence or what is outworking is his nature yes. that is in us. Yes. yes. And I think that that's really, really important because yeah. here, what's, what it's basically referring to, I think it's referring to anyway, is like what it was saying at the start of chapter 7. Right? Yes. The person has died and is therefore freed to live a new life. Yes. Because he's married to another.
0: Got it. Yeah. This is
1: the start of chapter seven. Yes. And this is exactly what it says in um, chapter eight and verse two. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Yes. The law of sin and death no longer has power over me. Yes. Why? Because I died. So, in Christ I died.
0: So let's go to verse three. That's that it. connects. It says, For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. Now, what could the law not do? It could not make us righteous.
1: It couldn't couldn't yeah, it couldn't got, impute righteousness to us. It couldn't give it to us because, all it was doing was revealing
0: who so, we so, naturally were. So that's what the law was about. Mm-hmm. The law that God gave humanity was to show humanity you can't earn it yourself. Yeah. Which we've mentioned before. Yes, hundred percent. Right. So he's saying the law couldn't do that, but what they could, what the law could not do because of the weakness of the flesh, God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of flesh, the sinful flesh.
1: Yeah, I've got this underlined. I love this part, George. It's incredible, right? Where it says He sent, um, Christ, um, sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh. Yes, important. Yes, it wasn't point. sinful. Yes, He was completely perfect. Yep, but He looked like us. Yes. He was in the likeness, in the likeness of, sinful flesh, of sinful flesh. Yet he wasn't sinful he at was all. He was without sin.
0: Yeah. On the account of sin. So he came here. He condemned sin. What did he do? He condemned sin. Ah, say it again. In the flesh. <laughs> Hallelujah. He condemned sin in the flesh. I love that. So while Jesus was in the flesh, God condemned sin in the flesh. Mm-hmm. So God couldn't condemn sin if God was not in flesh. If that sacrifice had not taken place. He couldn't condemn sin. Mm. Do you understand? Because flesh had to pay for sin.
1: Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so flesh Are you had talking to... about like it had to be a kinsman of Adam?
0: Yes. Yeah. And it had to be flesh. So yeah. flesh had to pay for sin. Yeah. The sin of dis- yeah. disobedience of God. going Harking back all the way to, to the garden, mm. God had to kill an innocent animal, take had to be in the skin. likeness of man. Yes. Because man... Disobeyed God So in the likeness of man So an animal paid the sacrifice First off And then had to for as, thousands as a picture of, As a picture Yeah And for thousands and thousands of years They were instructed That's what you had to do Everyone had to put a hand on a On a scapegoat Or you know, on a lamb And da Confess your sins And that was sacrificed and Boom That family's sins were forgiven for that year Which and, was
1: basically looking forward to Christ Yes yeah.
0: Right But it was instituted because because, But it was also instituted because back in Genesis, God had to kill an innocent animal mm. in order to cover Adam and Eve in their nakedness or in their shame, which resulted from sin, mm. from disobedience. Without God. the shedding of blood. Yes, right? So there was a shedding of blood, innocent blood. And so for man to therefore be fully reconciled to God, there had to be flesh. Flesh had to pay for it. Mm. And so, so God coming as flesh, sinless, but because he was in the likeness, he took on... That punishment. Mm. So that that's the incredible part I think people need to understand when, when we say that, you know, what does it mean to be um like when Jesus condemned sin in the flesh? That's what he did. He condemned God condemned sin in the flesh, being Jesus, that the righteous requirement of the law, which might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. I love
1: that. When it talks about the righteous requirement.
0: Yes. There was a requirement. There was a requirement. That's the point. Yeah, That's the point I'm making, Mm. is what I was leaning to. There's a requirement for righteousness, and that was the shedding of innocent blood, and that blood was Jesus's. Mm.
1: The only Uh, innocent one.
0: Yes. Then it goes, verse 5, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. Now, is is he talking, and those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. So let's sit there for a second. Yep. Who is he talking to here? Who is he referring he, to? Is he talking to Christians?
1: I don't necessarily think he's referring to anyone in particular. He's just talking about those no, who it, have a mind, right, right, that isn't renewed, right? Yes. Who isn't being born again. So he's just making a their, point. Their, their whole personage is about...
0: Fleshly things. Fleshly things. Okay.
1: They don't, so. they don't have a regenerate spirit. So, so he's not necessarily saying I'm
0: talking to the saved here or unsaved. He's just saying, hey, I'm making a a general point. Yes. Those who have, those who um, live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. Yeah,
1: it's just a fact.
0: It's just a fact. There you go. It's a general fact. Okay. And those who live according to the spirit have a mind on the things of the spirit. Mm. Verse six, for to be carnally minded or earthly minded or fleshly minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Look at that. Look at the contrast here. Mm, Absolutely. Because the carnal mind in verse seven is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be.
1: Yeah, I I love that verse. I love that verse.
0: So, so unpack that. The carnal mind is enmity against God. Yeah. It can't be subject. uh, It isn't subject, nor can it be. Yeah, and I wow. There's
1: heaps in there, but one of the things that it you know that i think about when i read that is that it's not saying that it well it is saying that someone who is 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 not born again someone who is not spirit filled yep. cannot possibly please god
0: cannot possibly please god no
1: the reason why they cannot possibly please god That's is because they don't have the mind of the spirit yes now, only those who are saved have the mind of the spirit because they have the spirit of God within them.
0: Which is verse 8. So, so now we're talking are...
1: about every religious ideology, every good work, all right? If it's not a person who is spirit-filled, right, it's actually an abomination to the Lord.
0: So the, the carnal mind, mm-hmm. what does carnal mean there?
1: Carnal, that's yeah. fleshly.
0: All right. So the fleshly mind.
1: Same, same thing. He's using the word, you know.
0: Interchangeably. Yeah. It's not subject to the law, can it be? Then it says in verse 8 so then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Can't. It's impossible. You cannot please God without the Spirit of God.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Think about it. Think about it. The carnal mind is enmity. You know, enmity means like you're an enemy. Yes. Right? Yep. It's, you're an enemy of God, right? I love it, what it says. It says it's, it's not subject to the law of God. In other words, it will not submit to the law of God, right? Yes. And it also goes beyond that and says neither can it be. It can't. It can't submit to the law of God. Yes. Why? Because it's not born again. It's not the mind of the spirit.
0: Yeah, it's fleshly. It's, it's fleshly. fleshly. Yep it's it can so
1: even if you're doing the works you're still you're still doing it for yourself
0: yeah. you're still doing
1: it for yourself you cannot be saved
0: we need to pause by here works. we need to pause here cuz i felt something shift just then when you said <laughs> that so many things just flashed in my brain yeah let me let me repeat what you said even if you're doing the righteous acts you are still, you are still doing it for yourself. Yeah. So if we were to modernize that, you might be going to church. Yeah. You might be doing events. You might be doing all this stuff, but it's for yourself. It's for your image. It's you've got to check yourself.
1: You may even think that you have good intentions. But, but it doesn't matter. Mm, intentions don't save you. Yes. That's yes. the point. Yes. It's only a child of God, right? Yes. That can please God. That can God. save
0: you. Oh, okay. Let's go verse 9. My goodness, my goodness, Scotty. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit.
1: Yeah. So now right. it's
0: drawing the distinction. Now it's because he's saying flesh cannot please God. Yeah. So he's now saying, but hang on.
1: But hang on. You. You. The church that yeah. I'm addressing. So he's
0: making three, verses, three three or four verses before that. He's saying... Generalities, Here's what it is, fleshly mind does fleshly things. Carnal mind does carnal things and yes. you can't please God. It just can't. It can't yeah. be subject to God. Done. Yeah. But you, you, disciple, mm. you, follower of Jesus, mm. are not in the flesh but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God was in you.
1: Yeah, there's the test. There's the limit. If the spirit of God is in you, then you actually are walking in the spirit.
0: Okay, Scotty, how do we know if the Spirit of God is in you? Because you speak in tongues? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I say that because that's how There's I grew a up lot in the pe- church. Right?
1: Yeah, a lot of people believe that sort of Back thing.
0: Back in the 90s, that's what I was told. If yeah. you don't if you don't speak in tongues, you, you don't have the Holy Spirit. And now, now let me just, let's just clarify here. That's not the case. Tongues is, as Paul talks about it in Corinthians, tongues is one of the gifts. Tongues it's is a, a great way to speak to the Lord, to speak directly a heavenly language he talks about. Tongues could even be a miracle for, you know, if you feel led by the Lord and you speak in tongues in public, it could be another language for someone else as it happened in Pentecost. That's not always the case. But generally it's a personal time um, language that you speak to the Lord in prayer and it's a groanings of the Spirit to the Spirit. It's Spirit and Spirit interwinding. We understand this. Mm,
1: which explains a little bit further on.
0: Yes, right. But it's not, it's not a sign that you have the Holy Spirit no. necessarily.
1: No. No. I think that... Um... It really does answer that.
0: Sorry, let me let me let me just let me check myself there. If you speak in tongues properly, you have the Holy Spirit. It's one of the gifts. We get it. But it just because if you don't speak in tongues doesn't mean you have the Holy Spirit. Would yeah. you agree with that statement?
1: Say that again. Just because you speak in tongues
0: If you don't speak in tongues but you're saved, it doesn't necessarily mean you don't have the Holy Spirit because you're not speaking in tongues.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. You may not have that gift.
0: You might not have that gift. It might not have been activated in you. It may not yeah. have yeah. Correct. Right. Great. So what does it mean there? In the spirit, if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, how do we know the spirit of God dwells in you?
1: Um, I think there's 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 a few tests. One of them is yeah. that you know, right, in your own in your own life, right. that God has become your father.
0: Explain that to me.
1: Well, it says it right here. Uh, verse 15 For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, whom we cry out, Abba, Father.
0: Hallelujah. Oh, come it? on, give the, so the people we... <laughs> that were the enterprise. Come on, Jesus.
1: And then you got verse 16 The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit, yeah, the spirit of God. Mm hmm. Right bears mm-hmm. witness with our human spirit mm-hmm. that we are children of God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I've jumped ahead a little bit, but to, that's to answer but your question. But that's the question. Um, how do you know whether the Spirit of God in you?
0: That's a perfect answer. I tell, that's you, I tell
1: you, I tell you, just a little um, testimony. I don't even know if I've said this on this podcast. I'm, I apologise if I have. Right. But I remember I was first when I was first saved. Um, I didn't know where scriptures were, or you know. Um, I was just, you know, brand, yeah, like new, all of us. brand new baby Christian, yes, um, yeah. never really read the word of God at all. Um, and I remember being in a lounge room, um, not long saved, and I mean probably months maybe. And um, and I remember being in a lounge room and kind of just praying and and I, and I just asked the Lord, I said, Lord, how do I know that you're really with me? You know, I was genuine just asking that question. And in my mind... Right, And this is my first experience of the Spirit of God speaking to you. And um, in my mind, I saw 1COR3.16, 1, yeah? 1 Corinthians yes. 3.16. So I opened it up. You know what it says? What is it? Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that God's <laughs> Spirit dwells in you? Ooh. And it was like... I, I've never <laughs> forgotten that Because yes. it was like I never knew even what was written yes. in 1COR3.16 dot, yes. dot you know, But I saw that in my mind And I went, oh, okay, I'll just turn to it And I had little tabs, you know yes. on the, the old school, school Bible, Yeah, the old them. school tabs them, yep. Yeah, and oh. um, I just went, oh, Lord, thank you Yeah But the truth was, no, I didn't really understand that Because yes. that was the question, you know yes, Do you, you not know that you are the temple of God Correct. And that God's spirit dwells in you? Yes, Yes, I gave my life to Jesus. Yes, I, I something happened on the inside and whatever, but I didn't quite understand what I, I, like I do today. Yes, that's the thing. That there is a person.
0: Yes, there is a person. The presence of God, God the Spirit of God, has come in, in me. me. Yeah, yeah. That's the point. That's the point. And I love how you went down to verse fifteen, sixteen, and the beauty of that is, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's great that you jumped there. I'm glad you did, for you did not receive the Spirit of bondage again to fear. Mm. but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, abba father so it's saying to us if we look at the father and say he is my dad that's a pretty good indication you've got the spirit yeah also the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of god and then and if children then heirs heirs of god and joint heirs with christ if indeed we suffer with him that we may also be glorified together now that's the other thing <laughs> yeah. is we we know that you know, here are some other indicators that this is talking about. It doesn't mention it here directly, but things like we can't wait till Jesus returns. Yep there is a there is a longing. longing. I, I don't care about the riches of this life. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about having a family and the children. Agree. You know, you know, whatever yeah. the next season of my Fantastic. life is, it's a blessing. Wonderful, wonderful. If you have them, and if the Lord tarries and you can and you go through those three seasons of life, all the blessing to us. Mm. But looking forward to the coming of Jesus yes, he's and being in his presence. Yes. That's a pretty good indicator yeah. that you've got the Holy Spirit yeah. in you. Um, the indicator of not wanting, uh, oh, sorry, wanting to please God. Yep. Okay, so wanting to do things that God will be pleased with and happy with because I love you, I'm mm. in a relationship with you, that's what I want to do. That's a good indicator Yeah
1: yeah. It's the change of nature Yeah, like what we mentioned before That righteousness Comes on the inside of you Yes Right And it's Obviously it's a person Yes Yeah that, that righteousness Is actually His presence In you Yes And so how does that Outwork itself Well all of a sudden I just I love to His word I and, have to read his word I want to Know more about him I You know I, I want to go to church I want to worship With the saints I want to yes. Uh, Serve in any way shape or form you know your whole person changes you truly have become born again
0: Yes that Uh, that's the that's the clincher
1: your nature has changed
0: What sort of gets me in the western church is That for so long now we have elevated the gifts of the spirit and so if someone and we know that the lord gives gifts without repentance That's in another scripture uh, and so we elevate that person that they are more holy or they're more endowed with the more spirit spiritual, yeah. than someone else mm. because they work in these power of miracles or whatever the power power gifts and you know and however you want to label them and so what we do is and so that's the indicators uh, as opposed to the fact that they're arrogant when they're in the car driving home yeah, yeah. or you know <laughs> yeah they're angered they yeah, they yeah. they're, they're drunkards they're all of that, yeah. right? Where's, so where's the character of Christ? Where is the character? Of Christ? Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not talking about this salvation. I'm talking about them walking in the Spirit. Yeah. Um, and again, no one's perfect. We get it. We stumble. All of us stumble. The point is, we're asking the question from verse eight. What does it mean to be in this when the Spirit dwells in you? Right. So let's go to ten because we went to nine. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, which is the Holy Spirit, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Amazing. Now, what does that mean?
1: It's an amazing promise.
0: It's, it's an incredible promise, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, so the spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, the spirit of God, the spirit of Christ. So so I heard I heard Bill Johnson talking about just the other day, Um, You know, I don't agree with everything Bill Johnson says or does, but he was talking about Jesus saying to his disciples, it is more advantageous for you that I leave so that the gift can, so I can send the one who's coming, right? Mm. And Bill Johnson starts getting emotional. He's talking about... Send another, yeah. Like Jesus. Who is like me. Jesus, who these people walked with. Yeah. They sat across the table with. They can ask God any question they wanted to, and they did, sometimes dumb questions. Yeah. Yeah. But they could touch him, they could feel him, they could hug his bosom. They could, they were, they Though he was laughing with them, he was hugging them. He was all of those things, right? Yeah. And then he says to them, Yeah, it's better for you that I go. Yeah. He himself, he himself says, "It's better for you that I go." And Bill Johnson starts getting emotional, man. He starts crying. Yeah. How special is the Holy Spirit? Oh, mate. Yeah. How special is the Holy Spirit? Yeah, yeah. I. I... If Jesus Himself is saying, "You let me go," because when I go, then. The spirit's coming. Who, by the way, I'm sitting in front of you, but soon I'm going to be in you. Yeah, that's what he's saying to him.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: So I'm sitting in front of you. You're talking to me, but soon I'm going to be in you. My spirit is going to be. Yeah, in yeah, you. and I
1: love that. I'm not sure whereabouts it is in John, but he says, you know, like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to leave you as orphans.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. And
1: well, so, but you did leave Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, but I.
0: That I came back came by my spirit, with my spirit, in and my spirit, who's in you now,
1: who's now dwells within you.
0: I'm closer to you than I was when I was walking the earth.
1: That is powerful. Man. <laughs> Which is what Bill Johnson that was is saying. Powerful,
0: and the tears streaming down his face. It's so, like, so oh. easy for
1: us to believe that it would have been better just to see him and walk with him and whatever. Exactly. But I think just like the disciples, we kind of would have been maybe offended or kind of like, "Who is this guy?" I think he is. I, I
0: don't know, but I'm just thinking. It, and, and then comes the and then comes the thing. Oh, he's talking to John. I've been talking to John for 15 minutes. How much time is John going to take? I want to talk to him. Yeah, I want to take yeah, Jesus yeah, 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 exactly. And now there's a line there's of 17 million people trying to talk to him. Yeah, yeah.
1: You understand?
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, and so what a beautiful promise. So this spirit, this beautiful spirit who raised Jesus from the dead, he gave life to his mortal body, will also give life to your mortal body through his spirit. Amazing. That's an incredible promise. So if you want to, if you're out there so listening so to this. What it's
1: saying yes? is... The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is now in you. Is now in you,
0: and because of that, you can believe
1: you are going to be raised from the dead.
0: Yes, yes. Now, on top of that, I, I would even take it as even more, I would even take it as now, yeah. that he will give life to your mortal body. So whether he energizes you to do his work, yes, he physically does. energizes yes, you, yes. in addition to uh, raises your mortal body in a new form, yeah, f-
1: whether that be one day type of...
0: One day thing. Yes, yes. Almost like when he says, I'm going to give you life and life more abundant. Mm. So I'm going to give you eternal life and abundant life here. That's amazing. Isn't it amazing? So it's got that same duality in the life that he's giving um, to, to man. So then it goes through to verse 12, which is when he walks, walks into fourteen fifteen. He says, therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. So we are debtors. So oh, what, yeah, we owe him. Right, so we owe him a debt. <laughs> that's what it means. I oh, know. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. <laughs> yeah, That's pretty... Could you get I any more straight that with means. that one? So what does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean by that, Paul? Paul, just let me know you. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live.
1: Now, this That's important. That's okay. important. Because we were talking a lot about, in Chapter 7, the struggle with sin mm-hmm. and, and whatever, and and... What we're actually being given now is how you actually live yes. the Christian life and not struggle so much with sin.
0: So if, but if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Yep. So what, what are you saying? How, how do you do that? By the Spirit? By the Spirit. So by feeding the Spirit? Is that what he's saying? By-
1: uh, I don't think it's necessarily... I, I know that there's that analogy of the, you know, the two dogs. Feeding which the dog, feed, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it's necessarily that which you're feeding. It's more about that which you're submitted to.
0: Oh, that's it. Guys, listen to that. Did you hear that? It's who you're submitted to.
1: Yes. Because we could easily, and Christians will know this, you can easily submit yourself to what you want. Your flesh yeah, correct. wants stuff. Correct. Whatever it is, you know, yes. comforts and whatever. But... It doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you have to go polar opposite and, you know, deny the flesh and blah, 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 and, you know, we'd be monks. you know yes. Let's let's whip ourselves because any kind of, um, you know, anything that is less than abstinence is sinful. It's horrible, know? yes. So it's not that. It's about knowing the Word of God, living in His love, and just simply outworking that. We were yes. talking about last time just yes. being yourself in God. Yeah. Absolutely, and 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 submitting to that, Um, you know, if you if you struggle with sin, you know, like let's we we raised the the issue last time. If you, um, for instance, for men or whatever, if they if they've got struggle with pornography or whatever, just be real. Yes, you know that if you're going to jump on the uh, the computer. And you're going to, if you struggle with this. couple of clicks in. A couple of clicks boom. in and it's so easy these yep. days. Yep. Guess what? Yeah. Don't worry about the computer. Yeah. You know? You know that you're going to go that way. So yep. what you're doing is you're basically denying yourself and saying, listen, I know I can do that. But I don't want to do that. I yeah. want to live for God. Yes, and so it really comes down to a, a, a decision of submission.
0: Well, and I think I think that's part of the you brought up something good there. I think that's part of the idea of walking in the flesh and walking in the spirit. Yeah, that's what we're talking Walk, about. Yeah, walking in the flesh means I I submit to that. My yeah. urges. Yeah. My my proclivities, whether that be whether that be pornography, whether that be sexual, whether that be perversion, whether that be drugs, whether that be um, lying, uh, lying. Cheating, gambling stealing, cheating whatever it is anything any any sort of sexual perversion getting anger. or getting anger exactly yeah. right um robbing and stealing from people by by cheating um all of those things means you're 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 succumbing to that
1: yeah yeah and we're going to answer this in a little bit because really what you're doing is you're dying you're, you're dying to self
0: yes you're that's aware what's going
1: of like. self and you're aware of all the things that you desire mm-hmm. but it's now time to go you know what
0: you're, you're killing it.
1: I'm killing that. Yes. I don't want to live like that anymore. Yes. Holy Spirit, what's your will for what, my life? Yes, exactly. What does the word exactly. say? I want to live according to that.
0: So, because then it goes on to say that for verse fourteen, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. Yeah, that's it. Right. So, so, and then it goes on to what you said before, for you did not receive the Spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the Spirit of adoption, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. Now, the significance of Abba, Father, is that's like saying Dad. That's dad. You belong that's, to him. That's dad. So I know in Arabic, uh, Abba is the old Aramaic, which also became the Arabic word, old Arabic word of of baye, dad. Baye. So like I say, uh, uh, Abuna is a very formal word of saying like uh, father. Yeah. Bayyeh, which is a derivative of Abba. How
1: do you say? How do you say dad to your dad now?
0: Baye Baye Baye, Right. Oh, yeah. Which is Abba. Oh yeah. But it's an de- Arabic derivative. Of, I know.
1: Abba. I know. My wife Liz, she's mm-hmm. Arab uh, she says Bab.
0: Bab, right? That's bab. right. Bab. Yeah. So which is which is again a derivative, derivative. of bayah. Oh. Bob Bab. Baye, abba, that's where it comes from. Yeah. Uh, abuna. Um, uh, and, and Abba is the I oh know it's the Aramaic word that's been written here, but again, that's where that, that was the, the the postscript that became the Arabic and, and other languages. And so so it's a very wow. informal word. Yeah. Okay. It's a very informal, very personal Personal. word.
1: Yeah. Okay. So there's relationship involved in that.
0: So, so when the when the when the when the Roman um, Jews were reading this, hang on, they go what? I guarantee you they'll be going what? I can Mm. call, I can call Adonai. Yes. I can call Yah. Not even Yahweh. Yeah. The name that can't be pronounced. Pronounced. Yeah. Right. Y H W H Tetragrammatron. Mm Mhm. I can call him Abba. What? Abba. That's yeah. huge. So yeah. he's saying adoption, and we call him that.
1: Adoption. Wow. Thank you, Lord.
0: Right. And then it says, 16, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs. Wow. Now, children is fine with me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Scott? Yeah, yeah. Children is fine with but me. But
1: there's a natural progression of that, though, isn't it? So if
0: you're a child of yeah. a king, yeah. immediately you're an heir. Wow, that's crazy. Which is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Like, just adopt Thank me you, as, your, as your... Yeah. As the this weird adopted kid down in the back of the yeah, just castle. Put me in the corner. I'm happy. Yeah, that's it. That's right. amazing. But then it says we're heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Nah, no, I can't.
1: I read this to Liz the other day. No, no, I'm gonna shut
0: off the podcast. I think I... <laughs> oh, God, I'm gonna shut off the podcast. We're done. This is this is blasphemy. Joint
1: heirs with I Christ. I can't
0: believe this. This is the part that gets you and me the most, I think. I
1: I, I cannot fathom. You know, like yes, we've been you know bought into the family. Thank you, Lord. That's more than enough. But then to be called a joint heir with Christ, yes. I mean, Christ is God.
0: Mm, like, yeah, like, like okay. the one
1: who sits on the throne. Thank you very much.
0: Listen, we're about forty-one minutes in. Oh, we're, we're, we're going to stop this and then do a part two. Okay, <laughs> but before we stop, that I want to I want to do I want to concentrate on this for a couple of minutes. Yeah, let's do that. That we are joint heirs. With Christ If indeed we suffer with him That we may also be glorified with him Like uh, glorified together now, stop, Come on man Stop it uh, So hang on Hang on Hang on God says That we are his children If we walk according to the flesh And we, we've got the flesh in us Right That's that's point I can point. start
1: hearing the crescendo already man.
0: Right And then And then As if children was enough We're heirs Now Imagine going from Australia You're just a You're just a tradie You own your own business Scott You're a tradie You do great work You're an amazing guy, you're a good husband, you're a great father, Great, great disciple of Jesus, you walk in the Lord, you love God, it's amazing, you're a good friend, okay? And then some guy comes to you from, let's say, Jordan, and says, hey Scott, we've just found lineage that you are related to the king of Jordan. And um, and because you're related to the king of Jordan, immediately you're the next one in line. You're an heir. Once this king has moved on, you're the heir. So we want to bring you over to Jordan and to to introduce you to, to the country, right? Now, what, what's firstly, your mind's blown. Yeah. Okay, firstly, your mind's blown. First, first, I think the first thing I'd go is shut up. Shut up, mate. Firstly, <laughs> I'm white as snow. Okay, how can I be? <laughs> Have you rel- seen my skin? Have you seen my skin? <laughs>
1: I'm no brown boy.
0: <laughs> I'm a white boy, okay. Oh. Secondly, you'd then go, when they take you there, they show you the paperwork, they show you the history, the, the 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 genealogy and like oh my goodness, I'm related. The legal the legal papers. documents.
1: Yeah, wow.
0: Right? They show you the legal do- they take you there. You're are they gonna true. make you go are they gonna make you go to like the, the the um homeless shelters, live in there for a little bit, and then out of there work your way out and work your way up into middle class and then work your way up? No, no. They're gonna take you straight to the palace. They're going to dress you accordingly. They're going to call you accordingly. Everyone's going to respect you accordingly. You've got the full powers of the palace and of the king. That's ridiculous. That's, and this is an earthly little yeah, country, yeah. right? That's just Jordan. Who cares what it is? This is the king of the universe and he's taken us from squalor. One minute ago, three verses ago, we were idiots.
1: Yeah. That's right. <laughs> right. There was no hope three verses ago, man. Gee,
0: we, we, we were in the flesh, carnal-minded. Oh now, Lord. he's, he's taking us right up to, he's taking us right up to, you're now heirs with Christ. Heirs, you're sitting on the throne at the right hand of the Father with Jesus. I'm Are speechless. you
1: kidding me? I'm without speech.
0: Part one's done.